You are listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Seven and a half minutes past. How are you doing? The, the Rick and Bubba show. We are coming to you from Big Boy Studio. The old Big Boy. How you doing, Big Boy? Uh, on the bleeding edge of technology from sweet home Alabama to the world, it is another hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy have already knocked out a kickoff hour. Get that archive or catch it live every single Monday through Friday. Uh, they kind of get things rolling, and then uh, Bubba and I join them, and we all go forward. Look who's back. Eddie Van Adler joins us, YouTubers. Uh, so uh, he produces our YouTube channel, and uh, he is back uh, from uh, the Joys of Commercial Air Flight. Uh, and he'll update us on what it was like to be treated like livestock while paying for it. Uh, all that coming up uh, on the program today as we get a recap. Also, Wednesday Bible study back today. Uh, we continue through 2 Corinthians, getting interesting feedback uh, on this Bible study. I think maybe uh, a lot of us might have thought, well, 2 Corinthians, uh, I, I know a little bit about it. Uh, you know, It doesn't have that pop that say uh, we're studying the Revelation. Uh, but now that we've dove in, uh, boy, we're all going, this is rich, rich stuff. So uh, we have that again today, noon central, 1 o'clock eastern on the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel, so Adler's back for that. Uh, and then it'll be archived soon after. You'll find the archive, as you do every week, on our YouTube channel. Or if you want an audio-only archive, you find that on the Rick and Bubba podcast channel. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings Charity Charge today. Uh, that's also part of today's program, a check going to another great organization and delicious food from Buffalo Wild Wings. Speaking of food, there's a silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional engineer's man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master out of Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Baba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Come on in. And may my love travel with you everywhere. Sing it, Tom Petty. Yeah, about it. Bubba, how are you? I'm good. How are you, sir? Well, uh, we've got, as you heard, uh, there in uh, what we call the billboard. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy and wild today. The billboard's ready to go. It's coming for it. Uh, so uh, it's uh, we've got a lot to, to cover. Adler is back. Uh, you know, we've all, I, I guess, every everybody just about uh, has, has come on this program at some point. And said, "Let me tell you about my life in the airport." Yeah, and uh, or I'm stranded. I yeah, won't be there. Yeah, I'm stranded. Yep. Stranded. Branded. Stranded on the toilet bowl. <laughs> stranded. Stranded. Can't find the toilet roll. And uh, Adler, uh, when you mm. slept in the airport, uh, you know, every time, I, anytime I've slept in the airport, I never quite found the comfortable place to <laughs> no, sleep. No no, 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 it's a rough sleep. Why? Okay, it's not made for sleeping. People get stranded in the airport all the time. Why aren't there any beds in the airport? I know because well, it's not like it's well, abnormal. 
We're, I, right, Would you a, want to go into a bed that was in an airport? I mean, <laughs> something. A, a, a flat a surface. Right. Something. Every bench in the whole place has armrests. Yeah. A couple of so futons. You, so you can, yeah, something. Right. Some gym mats. Them yeah. uncomfortable uh, hospital chairs. Right. That, yeah. when you're the, yeah. You know, yeah. they're, they're yeah. recliners. Recliners. Yeah. A yeah. pile of rags. Anything, <laughs> right? Yeah. So how about some straw? Anything. How about some straw? Some, <laughs> <laughs> some baby bed mattresses, anything, but, baby mats. Well, because yeah. all of you, are I ma- could sleep in. It. Yeah, all of you are making the same point. <laughs> Sometimes somebody says, "Well, we need a whatever, whatever." You go, "Well, that's not worth the investment." That rarely ever happens, <laughs> right. you know. But at the airport, you go, "You think we need a place for people to sleep comfortably?" And people go, "Yeah," because that's going to happen a lot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not just in the winter. We had it in the summer. Oh, yeah. You know, thunderstorms move yeah, in, shut right, the airport yeah. down, and uh, immediately I, everybody needs somewhere to stay. I, I've had it happen to me just because the airline can't get their act together. Yeah. It, right. no, it, there was no other reason for us to be delayed. And I know yeah. this time it was weather. It so. was a little, it felt a little bit of both, though, frankly. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Frankly, frankly, a little bit of both. Well, we want to hear all the details about can, it. Can I tell day. y'all this? Right. And I know y'all thought about this, and I know we come from a different era, and I know not everybody. You know, had the influences in their life that we did, all that, got it. But I still think, <laughs> I still think it in, in general, and, and I said something about this last weekend and, and it drew a little bit of response, is when did it become such, such a lofty goal, a lofty goal to simply have your act together? Yeah. When, when did that become such an unreachable, right. lofty goal? That know. used to be such a given. You were, everybody was kind of required to get their act together. Right. Right. And now, now it's become like this lofty goal. Like no one, well, it, it started, no one can get their act together. It's just I can't do it. Yeah, it, or, or we can't do it, or whatever the case. It was. started when we started dumbing down everything so the people who didn't have their act together could be feel like everybody else. Right here, instead of going, got a problem. Right right. I need to correct it. No, lower the standards so I'm just like everybody else. Which leads to my second point, and Bill Bubba Bussy, you you are 100% right. Thank you. I'm also tired of, to, now you've you have set me up for my second comment. And here's the other thing. I'm kind of tired because it's not even that high of a goal, okay? That's, that's the reason. Don't hear me being arrogant. I'm kind of tired of feeling like I have to apologize for simply having my act together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or simply like somehow making you feel bad about yourself. I'm not doing anything all that extraordinary. I'm just simply trying to try to have my act together. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and just mm-hmm. wanting people around you to, mm-hmm. to at least try to get to the same level. I, right, I think right. y'all are hitting on it because it's. A, and we it's all a, mess up. I'm not talking yeah. about that. Yeah, it's a bad yeah. recipe. You have the airline industry and and people that their their standards are have been lowered and they're not they're not you know trying to be excellent in what they do. Mm-hmm. And then you have a lot of people that show up not acting right. So the passengers, ain't, most yeah. of them ain't got their act together either. So together it's a mess. Yeah. Well, the thing goes back to all this that Bubba said. Yeah, we got saying, an airplane story yeah, today. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. That, Adler, oh. that Adler's talked about with equity. I, I, I had uh, Sherry and I had dinner the other night with a, with a couple from our church, and we're trying to get to know <clears> them and whatever. And, they, and they've been very successful. And there's, there's a tie of the Rick and Bubba show with them, by the way. They've been very successful. But in and see when you see where they are now, you're taught to hate them, and you're taught to say, "Why did they have things I don't have?" But he says, "But what nobody wants to talk about is when my wife is outside in 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 the pouring rain, 
and we haven't had a day off in in eight months, not one day, while she's changing the price of gasoline on our on our magnetic sign. Yeah. And we've been there, and we worked 14, 15-hour days and didn't have anything. Right. He says, see, nobody knows this took a long time and right. a lot of uh, hard work, and you know now they feel like they have to walk around apologizing for simply having their act together. That's it. Yeah. You know, for, for simply working hard and doing a good job and being responsible. Yeah. Uh, so like somehow that, that's bad. Yeah. That used to be what we all tried to do. Yeah. But that now, the goal. but now it seems like the preference is I need to be a victim of something, or I need to have something wrong, uh, or something needs to be unfair for me. That's how I want to be yeah. uh, get attention. There was a time you got attention by actually doing excellent. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back sixteen minutes past the hour. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. Watch more at blazetv.com slash Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Well, look here. I'm I'm holding right now. I've I've got them. Just 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 got them uh, from our friends at uh, MD Hearing, the Neo XS Digital Rechargeable uh, Hearing Aid. Uh, let me tell you right now, uh, it's it really is a sad thing, and and I'm so thankful for MD Hearing for uh, feeling the same way and doing something about it. Is that a, a lot of people need help on hearing? But the cost of hearing aids is astronomical to the point that some people just go on, you know, being out of conversations and unable to hear the way they could if they could just afford hearing aid. And MD Hearing understood that. Uh, and they have uh, they have their FDA registered rechargeable hearing aid that costs a fraction of what the typical hearing aids cost. MD Hearing's brand new XS model. Here it is. I got it. I'm holding it right here in my hand. Okay. Uh, it is over 90% less uh, than clinic hearing aids. Uh, and the XS is MD Hearing's smallest hearing aid ever. You will not believe it's so discreet. It fits in your ear. No one will even know that it's there. It's comfortable uh, in your ear. Uh, they've sold over 1.5 million hearing aids, and they offer a 45-day risk-free trial with 100% money-back guarantee attached so you can buy with confidence. So right now, just go to MD Hearing. Here's the website. You ready? Go to shopmdhearing.com. Hear me me loud and clear now. Shopmdhearing.com. Use the promo code Bubba and get the new $397 offer when you buy a pair. That's shopmdhearing.com. Promo code Bubba. Get the new $397 deal. When you buy a pair right now at shopmdhearing.com, the code Bubba. Uh, and, you know, you've heard the trials and tribulations of commercial air flight on our show so many times involving various members of the program. Uh, this time it looks like it'll be uh, our very own uh, Eddie Van Adler. So... Um, the uh, we have a story today too. A more of that. Yeah, we have the uh, story today too involving Delta. Uh, I know that, oh, uh, that that I don't even want to bring it up. I, I'll I'll just you say let it lie. I, well, <laughs> apparently a pastor did before the other one got on. But um, uh, but anyway, someone had sat in a seat and had an accident. Boy, had they involving uh, relieving themselves and uh, and uh, and unfortunately. It was uh, on the number two end. Yeah, excrement. Yeah, and left it on the seat, and it smeared all over the seat, and it was never cleaned up until the next bunch got on to go from Birmingham yeah. to New York. Is that right? Or New Atlanta. York, Atlanta. So it was that little jump 
plane, which we've all been on many, many times. The description of the, the scene yeah. is what really right. terrible. Well, we're not going to get into that. Hey, how, not, hey not needed. How I'll say that. that. Not needed. I got it. Not how does that even happen? I, I, uh, a, child, I a child apparently um, mm. had some sort of accident, oh. and, uh, and they left it on the seat smeared, uh, and it was not <laughs> dealt with until the next bus Good got on. Night. I will tell you, as if commercial flying is not traumatizing <laughs> enough, and remember that, and I keep saying we're to the point now we're being treated like livestock. This is a little too much of an example for that. Yeah, yes, it is, right? All right, yes, so Adler, Adler, you were going. Unfortunately, you had to go for a funeral in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, anytime we talk about this a lot on the program, anytime any of us on the show jump into a tight window of commercial flights, and if the window works, we all leave work when work's over, and we get back before work starts we're amazed but it's usually a, it's a tight <laughs> tight window in commercial airlines frankly they don't work well on tight windows yeah um, and so tell us <clears throat> tell us what happened after the thing about flying is that it's supposed to be faster than driving Correct. yes yeah. yeah it's supposed to be less of a hassle it's that's, supposed to take less time that's right. the idea <clears throat> yeah <sighs> it's supposed to be right. oh so uh, we were, um, I, I, uh, Luke and I w- uh, flew to Texas for a funeral. Um, this was a, a very sweet lady in our lives, Luke and I growing up. We had a friend um, who uh, from our church who had two daughters that were around the same age as Luke and I. And so I think the, the, the reason why we were such good friends is that my mom wanted Luke and I to be around some girls. I, just please. These, are, these kids are wild animals. Someone please civilize these kids. Okay. And so we always thank the Hearn girls mm. for civilizing Luke and I. Okay. Because we're not quite as bad as we probably would have been. Which is know? a terrifying thought to all of us, yes, frankly. Yes. <laughs> My wife, in fact, will say uh, every couple months or so, like, I'll know about something like... Clueless, like a clueless reference or something like that to that '90s movie, you know. Yeah, right, and yeah. she'll be like, oh, "I can thank the Hearn girls for oh, okay, that." Okay, okay. Thank you, Hearn girls. I got you. Okay. So uh, the the Hearn girls' mom passed away, and um, she was a dear friend of ours, almost like a, a nanny type aunt kind of relationship. Understood. Um, she, I sat with her in church for years and years and years as a kid. And so, who knows how many lifesavers, uh, like the candy. That, yeah. I mean, oh, it's yeah. it's probably in the thousands of dollars <laughs> yes. worth of lifesavers that uh, Miss Tricia gave to me in church growing up. So, it, it was uh, it was sweet to to get back to San Antonio uh, and and see a bunch of all all those people, all those friends, and all those family and things like that. So, uh, Luke and I, we flew out on Sunday, and we get there. We got in late on Sunday night, but the funeral was on Monday, and that was that was great. So we get there, no problems, and it's just Luke and I. So we don't have our kids. Mm. We don't have anything. And we look at each other Stealth. and we're uh-huh. like, this is a, I thought flying was bad. Right. Uh-oh. Flying's easy. Oh, you this went is, ahead and said that out loud? This is a breeze. <laughs> I was making jokes like, oh, this no. is more relaxing uh-huh. than my regular life. I'd be chasing babies at home right now. You yeah. know, <laughs> we're, we're joking about, oh, flying's a breeze now. Ha, ha, ha. Oh. We did that on, we did that at the reception. At it. We made that joke a lot. Frankly, and which, so that was probably which on you know us. better than that. It's probably we he probably know better than that. Yeah. We don't believe any of that stuff, but we yeah. just don't do it. We well, mojoed, so right. You don't. Do I don't it. believe in it, but I don't believe in taking chances. Right, yeah. and a carry on only flight too. No right. check in. No check in. We're just gotta. We're yeah. stealth. Love man. it. I've taken a couple of those lately, and yeah. they are solid. Go. It's easy, and right. so. 
Um, Luke and I actually, we find out once we get there that Luke and I are going to be in the second limo with the family. Oh, my. Going to this the, this funeral. We're what? in the limo with the family. Oh, what? wow. Yes. Okay. We're family. Okay. And so uh, we're taking the, the limo ride to uh, the funeral, and we're driving around San Antonio when we start bringing up San Antonio memories. And, of course, San Antonio uh, Six Flags Fiesta Texas comes up. And so, wow. what do you think comes up? Because Luke is a big Greg Burgess fan. Oh, I yeah. know exactly what comes up. Yeah, you know what Luke brings up? So Luke brings up the fact that I stole a keychain, the right. one thing I've stolen in my life. <laughs> right. Luke brings it up in the limo full of the family. That is so good. So because now, of I'm Greg. proud of Luke. Because of Greg. I am, I'm, I'm so like, proud of it. Luke brings it up. We're on the way to a funeral. Luke's making fun of me for getting busted for stealing well, a keychain <laughs> at Fiesta, Texas when I was in fourth grade don't forget, seventh grade, whatever it was. Don't, don't, don't forget, it was like your first visit to the park for that whole season. Yes, and you, my you, whole summer. You got my and, by, and by the way, don't forget, because of it, you'll never be able to be a deacon. Yes. Right, so, <laughs> but, but anyway, so, <laughs> you haven't got that bullet keychain. One of the women in the in the limo started referring to me as the criminal. I'm like, oh, that's why good. do we have to even that's bring this so story up? Rick, he was wow. trying to show off so to his good. friends. <laughs> so I was trying to be cool, okay? And I, you know what they ruined think? My summer. He started as a criminal. Now he's got long hair. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. They started Still looking at me. Said, sure. I mean, I didn't know many of these people in the limo. Now they call me oh, the criminal. Right. I'm like, couldn't we talk about HEB and the San Antonio Mall and stuff right. like that? Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, where Chris got arrested. Adler, <laughs> yes. let, let me ask you this. Why, why are you in a limo going to the funeral? It is uh, that, with the family. Uh, the family. Like yeah. a, so they had two limos. We were in the second limo. And then there was the procession behind it, and it was a police escort and all that. Yeah, so. this is limo what, They put the family these two cars going to the graveside and going to the funeral. No, I, yeah, I, the, I've just never been to one that fancy. Yeah. Well, it was fancy. fancy I was yeah. underdressed. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I bet oh, you there's a shocker. I actually, I actually there's wore, a shocker. I actually Ours is usually, hey, mama, you want to get in the truck? So <laughs> that dime bag Daryl T-shirt didn't go around. <laughs> no, no, no. So I no, I actually wore a full suit. I did good. I did good. I actually overdressed <laughs> over Luke. I beat Luke. So okay, he good. was mad. Oh, and that's go, always the you go. go bun or ponytail. I, I I did both. You know, depending okay. on the situation. You know, if I needed <laughs> to be more nice, I let my hair down. But oh. if it's more of a casual environment, I put it up in a man bun. <laughs> right. <laughs> So if someone brought up uh, past criminal charges, I went with the bun. The yes, the bun, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So and you know what they're thinking? He probably served time. Oh yeah, they He's did. Yeah, they look at the tattoos. They probably asked you how was it in there. So <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I so, will come back. I will go. Okay, back. we'll come back. All right. <laughs> Y'all, I didn't think this funeral was going to be that. You know how you have this expectation in your mind? You're like, oh yeah. I, I mean, this is going to be a funeral. It's going to be sad, but it won't be like that bad. It was. It was that bad. Oh, yeah. It, you know, it's like, oh, I'm just getting wrecked and destroyed right now. My parents are singing. Oh, no. What? My dad did a, a quick little message. My parents are singing. It's horrible. But it was a good celebration of life. But it was also terrible. You're right. But well, then I, the, the, the plane was even worse. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. All right. So we're, we're talking to Eddie Van Adler. He is, he's back uh, from, uh, from a trip. Uh, he had to, unfortunately, go for a funeral. Now, when we left this story... Um, and this is he's one, in a limo. and he's about to get to, well, the bottom line <laughs> is it's really irrelevant. What, what type of vehicle it is. The story is that for some reason, he and his brother, Luke have been arriving with the actual immediate family yeah, and they're friends of the family and they're in with the family riding to, uh, I guess the graveside service. Uh, and, uh, and so, uh, you know how you do the procession and they're in the vehicle that 
that the immediate family is in. And this became a bone of contention for your mother. She didn't understand what y'all were doing in there. My mom. Okay, so my my parents were. Uh, this was okay. So everybody was at a hotel, and then we took the the uh, like trip to the actual service and back and that was it so it was just hotel to service and back okay but i have a text that says you are in the second limo i have proof of that i have proof written but my mom didn't know that she and my father sang in the service so they were there earlier she's out of the loop on all this i hadn't seen her actually since i had even been in san antonio so we walk into the service with the family and my mom is like, she thinks you've overstepped is, your bounds. Somewhere. What is my ratty-haired son doing with the family? Right. So she didn't know. So she kept claiming that we snuck in with the family, but we clearly didn't. They told you to get in that. It is amazing thing. you made yeah. the cut, though. Well, I, I yeah, am amazed is, I made the cut. Time. Yeah. Looking looking back, you wish that your brother Luke had not been in there with the family because right. he decided, yeah, he had to, made he decided to go for the life. Yeah. He had a family memory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because of Luke, we had to sit three deep in the back uh, the back row there of the, of the car. But, All right. So know, let's. It was, fine. It was a little tight. It was frankly a little cramped. But okay. Right, and that was our fault. Yeah. Really? Y'all shouldn't be in there. Right. All right. Let's get. Let's go to this. <laughs> you had violated, not that we believe in any of this, because the word mojo actually comes from a lot of uh, old voodoo stuff. <laughs> so we don't we don't uh, agree with that, but but we do we don't mess around with this kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry, real quick, because uh, yeah. I'm going to get to the mojo. And at the after the service at the reception, I mojoed myself very badly. I did more than you already have. <laughs> yes. You're over there yes. chanting how great. That's all you've been telling Luke is how easy the flight was, and this is uh, this is awesome. So, a little sarcastic. In the it. service, <laughs> the service was beautiful. It was great. My parents sang. It was really sweet, and it was tough to get through. But it was a great celebration of life for Miss Trisha. She was a sweetheart and an amazing person. And it was great. I left my sunglasses in the pew of this of the church. <laughs> So we're getting back to the procession, and I'm supposed to get in. You talking when everybody's somber? Limo number two. You talking when everybody's somber? I'm talking about with the police escorting us. Mm. I realize I forgot my sunglasses, so I have to go run back in. You actually went back for him. I went back for him, yes. And I'm fighting traffic too now because the crowd is leaving. So I'm like, oh, excuse me, sorry, sorry, excuse me. And then I get caught up seeing, uh, talking to Tara Geary. Haven't seen her in 25 years. Yeah. Hey, Nobody Tara. knew she'd be there. Yeah. Yes. You're like, hey, wow, same your, size. How's your family? You know, all that. We're the same size, Speedy? Were you no, I'm just saying she, you hadn't seen her in so long, and she's like, wow, you're still the same size <laughs> okay, from when you Frank. were young. <laughs> all right. Okay, you buddy. got a beard. That's the only difference. <laughs> you actually have a beard. All right. Nobody said that. Everybody said, last time I saw you, they were this tall. Right. Of course, their hand didn't move as much. <laughs> right. As you know. did, last time I saw you, you were this tall. Now you're this tall. Okay. A couple inches. Pretty good. Okay. Right. Yeah. Considering right. I'm an adult. Right. Look at you growing two inches. Yeah. I wanted their hand to move more. You wanted their hand to move more. Right. Yeah. Right. Come on up. <laughs> so I did. Uh, I did make the whole procession wait on me. All right, let me raise my hand. So on there that. were police officers waiting on Can me. Can I raise my so hand that on that? Bad. That Doing this, bad. and I hate to. I hate to point this out because you know that's not our nature here to make each other feel bad. Yeah. Uh, but I want to point out the only thing worse than somebody maybe inviting people into an area that maybe not everybody else was fired up about, yeah. especially because now it's cramped in here, right. and somebody thought they were doing something, and everybody's like, why, why are they in here? The only thing that makes that feeling worse is when something like this happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now the very people now, that shouldn't be yeah. in the limbo are, are delaying us. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that was right, bad. Right, that right. was bad. Yeah. So I ran, ran, got the sunglasses, and, and ran, we got back in, and then we took off. The police were waiting. And if they knew we the word BIP, somebody would have used it. Yes, <laughs> that's yes, right, yes. right. That's an annoying person for people that don't know what that yeah. is. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. so that was bad. 
But then everything was fine. We got back, did the reception, and that's when I mojoed myself the worst. Because uh, you're worst? talking, yes, that's when you're talking about the travel, and it's like, oh, hey, traveling without kids, that's a breeze and a half. So you, you keep saying that. Yes. You, now you're throwing in a half breeze. It's smooth as glass when you travel without kids. <laughs> <laughs> My regular life is so much harder than this. <laughs> Another drink, please. <laughs> Y'all got some peanuts? Or Pretzels now? It's pretzels now. Okay. Yeah, right. So Luke and I get to the airport and we're supposed to fly out and we're supposed to arrive in Birmingham at my original landing time was like 11 p.m. So, hey, I landed 11. I'm in bed by 11.45 maybe. Mm. Sleep for right. five, four hours and I'm back to work on a Tuesday. That's the plan. We get from San Antonio to Dallas. So we're in Dallas now. And I record a video for my kids like, hey, daddy's getting on the airplane. No, See y'all tomorrow. Oh, you're so confident. I ended up recording three of those. Because <laughs> that's how many airplanes I got on in Dallas. Got on them. Got on three planes. I get on plane number one, and it's a little bit delayed, and it's windy, and we're sitting at the terminal, terminal for a while. I'm like, oh, man, this is not good. So then all that wind delay means there's tons of people in line, tons of airplanes in line. So we sit on that runway for two hours. Uh -uh. Say that word again. For two hours I we knew. sit on that runway. Would we all agree we'd rather be in the waiting area for two hours than yeah. on that oh, plane for two hours? Uh, yeah. It's so yeah. hot. It's because yeah. they have to do something with the engines or something. It's so hot. And they're Miserable. revving up the engines like, and you think, okay, now it's go time. And then the engines go back down. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sweating. It is a it is an emotional roller coaster. It is. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sitting there sweating. Sweating, and I'm seeing we're not moving. And then behind me, over my shoulder, after about an hour and 50 minutes, I hear a uh, flight attendant say something about crew time. Oh, no. Uh -oh. Crew time. And that's when I know we're, we're done. It's we're over. Sunk. It's over. We're sunk. And I'm starting to get elevated. <sighs> so... I said I, I I said a few things. Did on the you plane. say something? I shouldn't out loud? have said them, uh, but like when they're <laughs> were when you the voice of the plane? When you're in, <laughs> on the plane am. for like two hours and over the intercom they go, oh yeah, we've uh, we've we've heard that somebody's seat is not all the way up, so please keep your seats all the way up. Over the intercom, okay. they said that. And I go, uh. why? We're not going anywhere. Oh, you didn't want to go? Like we're taking off anytime soon. Okay, so you're yeah, so you, I'd said that you, loudly. So you were the belligerent. You, you, you start passing, being that guy. I couldn't help it. Every little thing they said, like, they would be like, we'll, 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 we'll get going soon. I'm like, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it, friends. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> when I get my hand squeezed and I get the whisper, you're doing that thing you do. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, and then over the intercom, hey, guys, here's uh, uh, your, your, your pilot. And, uh, He's the, so low key the, when he the, tells you this. The, uh, unfortunately, because of the delay, the crew's time has timed out. Oh, I hate we, this. Uh, we, it would actually be illegal for us to fly now, so we have to go back to the terminal. Oh, it would uh, be illegal. You, and you I was couldn't like, believe it. And I'm like, yeah, it should be illegal. How y'all are treating us, that's what should be illegal. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Echoing. Halfway down the plane. That's right. So did you, did, <laughs> you, have, did you have people join in with you yeah, and start going, that's right? Like, no, they were like, sir, you need to calm down. Kind of thing. <laughs> like, like looks, just, looks over shoulders, not like I agree with you. Looks like, oh, is that guy going to? He's he said, yeah, off the handle. Yeah, what that kid said. Are you sure? Oh, he's an adult. <laughs> bearded kid. <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was somebody's people, kid getting people, people complaining about whoever his parents are. I need to get that kid's haircut. Yeah. <laughs> he needs a haircut. He needs to watch his mouth. <laughs> I right, will come back. I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up. I'm sorry. No, so I'll wrap it up. No, we've all been there, buddy. Sorry you're there.
You now you elevated a little quicker than I expected. Yeah. So I, I, two but, hours of sweating. Two hours of sweating. Yeah, that, that's, that's, we'll be so right sweaty. Back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. All right, Eddie Van Adler is uh, recapping his trip. Uh, we thought we would only be without Adler one day, and that was Monday. But due to uh, travel delays uh, on commercial airlines, uh, he missed an additional day. Uh, but is back with us today, going back through the perils. Uh, he has uh, he has got on airplane number one. Uh, sat on the tarmac for two hours. The crew timed out. Always a pleasure to hear that. Sometimes I just want to say, let's chance it. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so um, uh, they go back. So now you're back in the airport again. Yes, and when I found out that we were going to be not leaving, not flying to from from Dallas to Birmingham, we were in line to take off. The crew times out, but now we're still stuck in line. So now it's 20 minutes of waiting for the planes in front of us that are going to take off before we can even turn around to head back to the terminal. My hands up. This uh, is the one that really bothers me. Here's what I want to know. Was the weather so bad, no matter whether the crew timed out or not, you would have not been able to leave? Or if they had not timed out, would you have been able to leave? Yes. Planes are leaving. Planes oh, are leaving. No. It's just the, the timing oh, of no. the crew. So really oh, just no. a slight weather oh, delay. Oh, no. Mm. Oh, that, that one really stinks. So now I'm waiting to not even fly. Not yeah. even take off. And then Dallas Airport is so big, it takes 20 minutes of taxiing. You're yeah. taxiing for 20 minutes to get back to your terminal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, I had to repeat to myself, you'll still see your family tomorrow, Chris. You'll still see your family tomorrow, <laughs> Chris. You'll still point. see your family tomorrow. Like I said, I had recorded a couple videos like, hey, daddy's getting on the plane. <laughs> that was that was number see one. Yeah. Did you seek solace, though, and you said, maybe I won't have to see Greg, though? Uh, that uh, helped. One less day of Greg this a week? A lot. That helped. Right, yeah. Repeated that. That was like my mantra. No Greg, no Greg, no Greg, no Greg. No Greg. <laughs> a little trade off there. So we get back. We get off of the plane. We're in the terminal, and it is like, I think, 12, 15 or something like that. 12, midnight. It's around midnight, which is when I was supposed to be landing. Of course. Yeah. Don't ever let that creep in. And then don't start running the numbers. If you just got in a car and driven, you'd already be home. Right. right. Whole- At any point, let me ask you, did you consider... Just going and getting a rent a car and go. I don't care. At least I'm gonna be moving. Right? Yes, yes. I get that way. There's something to that. Yeah. You know, if I'm stuck in traffic, yeah. I'd rather drive 90 miles out of my way Absolutely. than sit still. Absolutely. I yes. just can't do it. Absolutely. And like we said at the beginning of the story, the whole point of flying is that it's supposed to take less time yeah. than driving. Yeah. That's okay. why they charge so much got, more for it. That's why they ride. charge so much. Don't forget, all this is happening to you. It's not free. Yes. Rick, you remember we got, None of it. when we got stranded in New York, which was supposed to be a one-day trip, uh, we were we were thinking, hey, how long will it take mm-hmm. us to drive back? Mm-hmm. And by the way, I know that number, and it's not good. Hiring <laughs> <laughs> you won't. I'm, I'm looking at other flights while on the plane oh, that did not are. take off. I'm looking at other options. I'm like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Um, and I haven't said the name of the airline, but I don't. I'm not going to trash the airline, but I don't think it's a coincidence that they have the same initials as Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> I think that's who's running the company. I think that is who is running things. Did they give you any guess. kind of flight vouchers or anything for all this? So we get back to the terminal, and everybody that was on Isn't this that airplane... Isn't by the way, too? I know there's a lot yeah. of comedy bits about it, but I don't want the last thing I see when I fly, something that says terminal on right. it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's good. Well said. <laughs> so we're sitting there, and we're, we're just all, all waiting. Everybody that just got kicked off this flight, we're, it's, we're all miserable. We're all waiting we're, to find out what our fate is. Fate. And they get over the intercom, and they say... Your flight has not been canceled. It's just been delayed. 
Oh, that's, yeah, that's the way they, 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 they do gotta it. they got to play that game. That's oh. the way they do it. Okay. Till when? 7.45 tomorrow morning. So, oh, no, so not right now. So it's not even, okay, all right. So I look at my brother, and everybody around me is cussing. I heard one, one, just one bomb go through the entire terminal of the airport. And I was like, sir, I agree with you. Um, Second. Yeah, I second that. So on the intercom, they say again, and because uh, it was a weather delay, and it's not our fault, we will Mm -hmm. not be issuing any vouchers. Yeah, I saw that coming. They have all the little games they play. Mm. What? Okay. Luke and I then do the math. We're like, all right, if we left right now to a hotel, we would have about four and a half hours in that hotel. We, but we would have to leave the airport. We'd have to go get a hotel. We'd have to mm-hmm. get there. We'd mm-hmm. check in, and then we'd check back. And we're like, well, I guess we're just going to sleep in the airport. That's <laughs> so now this is our house. Yeah. This nice is Adam our Sadler there. Buddy. Yeah. And don't forget that everything that you could enjoy closes. Oh, there, there's uh, nowhere to eat. Yeah. It's to get ghost town yeah. city. Right, I yeah. paid five dollars for a bottle of water from a vending machine just to live right. through the night. Right. Um, so <laughs> we so we just start walking, just looking for anything, looking for a, a bench that doesn't have armrests. Every single bench in the airport has armrests, so you can't lay down on it. Mm. People are just collapsing in corners. Uh, many people just sat in the chair that they were in when they got the news because when I returned to that terminal, I was like, oh, wow, you're, so you're just still there, guy. Hey, how's it going? Let's get on this plane now. <laughs> Luke and I are walking, and we find a bench that doesn't have armrests on it. This is at 1 o'clock. And I'm like, all right, buddy, there's your bench. I got mine. So uh, here at uh, at 1 o'clock, here I am, gang, in my... Uh, <laughs> Oh my god. And look how much I'm so small, yet I don't fit on this bench. No, no. Can we get no. a five foot bench? Or is it four feet like at most? Adler, can I tell you with your facial hair, your long hair, wearing a hoodie, laying on the bench in the airport, you look very natural to be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you I mean, can you, be homeless you, and you fit, fit the right bill. Let me tell you, when this whole thing here we're doing falls apart, you're going to transition quite nicely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For real. The uh, I always yeah. wear a hoodie when I fly, by the way, because you got to protect it. I mean, yeah. you don't know what whose hat. I wouldn't wear a million hats. Right. Uh, so Luke and I, we slept on these benches last night. Uh, in the airport that night. Here's my brother. He looks a lot more nice. <laughs> Look how nice he looks. He does. Uh, what you a know dapper what? You know what? Man. He looks like he's a stranded traveler. He, he, really does. Does. he does. You yeah, look like you were homeless. <laughs> Do you guys see this little track in the floor right here? Yeah. yeah. That little line that are in the airport yeah. floors, those strips yeah. of metal? Yeah. Did you know that anytime any wheels go over that line, <laughs> it makes a sound that sounds like this? <laughs> 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 Did you know that? So that's going to occur every 16 seconds. (laughs) 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 Also, when you're that close to the bathroom, you're going to know it every time it's used. Every time. My face was so puffy, guys, after sleeping in that airport. My phone was like double looking at me like, is that you? <laughs> my phone wouldn't unlock. I had to enter is my code. You? <laughs> so we slept you? in the airport, oh, got on the plane. No. Bless got on, your heart. Got on plane number one that did not work from, the, from Dallas. I had to get on a third plane from Dallas, got to Birmingham, Slept in a bed last night, got to see my family, and hey, I survived. Oh it's supposed God. to be better than driving. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. These are opportunities for you, the Rick and Bubba audience, to go to Buffalo Wild Wings locations that are participating, eat delicious food, 
and help great causes all at the same time. Uh, from Buffalo Wild Wings, welcome back, Tim Spencer. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's Tim. good to be back, Tim. Thank you and uh, your company for providing food today for our guests and for everybody mm. here on the show. Uh, and, Greg has uh, gone missing. Yeah, he's gone missing. But, this yeah. is when we say goodbye to Greg. <laughs> uh, he is gone, and he is camped out. Uh, I went in there a minute ago, and he had the wings on him, and was that talking buffalo from y'all's TV commercial? <laughs> Hank, uh, Hank, yeah, he, he turned into Hank. Uh, so, so anyway, um, it's good to be back. I hope you, Tim, and your family had uh, a great uh, holiday season, Christmas, and New Year, and and uh, and all of that. And this is uh, our first time to visit in 2024, and uh, we're off to a great start. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Walked in the door, said Happy New Year, and Greg got on to me. I know. Uh, too many what, days. What did he get on you about? He well, said it's too late. Too many days have passed. Oh. You can't say that anymore. It's too late. Yeah. So, but it was the first time to see you. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm, I think. You I'm get a little side. bit of yeah. lead on yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I would uh, agree. Well, everything at Buffalo Wild Wings going well. Yeah. Well, well, 2024. We're really looking forward to it. We're happy. Um, would have been nice to get one more game uh, Monday night out of our <laughs> our group down here, but right, yeah. uh, we'll give it to the to michigan one time and yeah. but 2024 we're looking forward to it how about this next year you're going to have a lot more games I, oh Nick, yeah. we're really looking forward well here's to what i was going to ask you though i know that your locations are in alabama so there was no sec team alabama wasn't in it auburn wasn't in it any sec team was not in it but did people still to some degree come out and watch this game at a buffalo Wild Wings? not really. in alabama I'm not sorry really about. no not really okay. at all Okay. We uh we've been blessed over the last decade that we always get these extra games at the yeah. end of the year. Yeah. Um, and we were looking forward to it until overtime. Uh, the Rose Bowl. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There <laughs> but uh, no, it, it, I would I would think people would still come out. A little uh, bit of takeout, takeout home. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. not to the full. Yeah. But uh, I know historically our part of the state is usually one of the top. ESPN markets for football, Correct. no matter what's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So the the locations we talk about, and we've we've added. I mean, we got more now. So Alabaster, Alabama, Birmingham on two eighty, Gardendale, Tuscaloosa, Hoover, John Hawkins Parkway, downtown Birmingham, Fourth Avenue South, Trustville, Pell City, Oxford, uh, Chelsea. Uh, now in Vestavia and Northport. That's right. So there we go. So those are all out there, and they're all participating, and we'll give you another opportunity today. But first, let's look back. Uh, the last one was for Created Ministries. Mark and Dory Carpenter are here. I- I've known them for a number of years. Uh, and uh, Mark and Dory, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Hello. Yeah, you know, Mark, you were telling me this was your first time to uh, Hamzy's mic's not working, by the way, again. Uh, so, and we found out what was wrong last time, so Speedy will fix it. But uh, I know that uh, I didn't realize this is the first time y'all been to the Big Boy Studio and uh, and and uh, and been here in this one. You were talking about the difference. I know you'd been to the other. So uh, this is your first time in here. Yeah, it's my first time in here. Um, it's a big difference from the last studio. So, like I was saying earlier, there's not people walking back and forth on the window making faces at you. And stuff. I know, I know. You, I kind of miss that. Yeah, you you won't see one shirtless fat guy today. Right, right. You know, so uh, so that's uh, that's kind of sad. Uh, Dory, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm great. So, tell those that went out and participated uh, what what is Created Ministries and and what are they going to be helping with today. So first of all, I want to say thank you to Buffalo Wild Wings for mm-hmm. this. Um, it's going to be such a blessing. So Creative Ministries helps youth that age out of foster care. Mm-hmm. In the United States, 23,000 youth age out of foster care every year, and automatically 20% of them become homeless, and that's kind of unacceptable. So what Creative Ministries does is we come alongside these youth, 
and we provide them a stable adult, meaningful adult to come alongside them. We help them with housing, food assistance, financial coaching, career coaching as we come alongside them and help them reach independence because most of these youth are having to make the adult decisions much earlier in life than their peers. So we just come alongside them, help build them up um, by providing tangible needs, but we're also able to provide spiritual needs with them. The biggest thing that we talk about is that they are created in Christ, and because of this, they can live with hope. Because when you come out of foster care sometimes and you're homeless, you don't have that hope. So we're able to share the gospel with them and show them that they can have that hope because of what Jesus did for them. That's awesome. Yeah, and that's such a, like you guys, you identified a, there's a gap yeah. you know, that, yeah. that needs to be filled there. How, how do you transition if you're at that age and you know the, some of the things that were available to you and programs are not available to you anymore? And boy, nothing can get you ready for that next step in life. Quite like, first, getting your physical needs met, but secondly, getting your spiritual needs met. Mm-hmm. Now, right. now you can be prepared for what's next. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, well, tell me, would you like to tell them? Uh, oh, the it's a today? big yeah, one It's a good one time. today. Yeah, I it's mean, everybody showed up in yeah. December. Yeah. It must have been a holiday. Yeah. yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. So, so it was a good check and today. We were able to raise, you know, with the help of all our guests mainly, um, five thousand eight hundred bucks. How about that, right there? Hundred dollars. How about that, Carpenter? We'll take that, yeah. Creative Ministries. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And with the stuff you need to provide for those that are transitioning, that kind of money goes a long way, doesn't it? That uh, money does go a long way. That will cover about three to four months of expenses that we have to help these youth. So that's, that? it's a that's blessing. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really good. And a lot of you may not know this, and and Mark, we can speak to this. So Mark Carpenter and I were, were part of a, a leadership group when we were going to church together that started, uh, I'm talking about the groundwork to what is now the manchurch.com. And uh, so Mark was in those meetings uh, when we were in, and those men were trying to hammer out this discipleship strategy and make it work. And, and it's kind of cool to, to look back on those days and look where this thing continues to go too. So thank you for your efforts in that too. And it's really paying dividends all over the country and even around the world. Yeah, well, well, thank you very much. And it's funny to see how, you know, God took that leadership group and it's been a Paul and Barnabas type situation where everybody's just gone their own separate ways yeah. and are able to share the gospel yeah. how God's told them to yeah, do. Yeah, all doing our own things now, mm-hmm. but we all started in that one little hub. Right. So that's great. So good to see both of you. And looking ahead, uh, this is kind of, I want to thank Tim and, and all of you at Buffalo Wild Wings. January, uh, for the last several years has been uh, where we will raise money for the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund because on January the 19th, that's when uh, Sherry and I, our youngest son, uh, Bronner Burgess, uh, went uh, into the presence of the Lord. And the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund was started by some friends of ours. And and, the, and how it operates is it, uh, it gives grants to evangelical ministries, and we vet those out all over the world. Uh, I, I can't tell you every month what a joy it is to go into these ministries. And some of uh, the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund has been helping uh, month by month because those monthly grants really help these ministries to thrive. Uh, just recently, I met with a, a young man from Romania, uh, and he's doing this evangelical, it's called Heartbeats Festival in Romania. He, he brings in some of the most sought-after speakers from all over the world and all the sought-after uh, Christian bands from all over the world, and they do this enormous uh, music festival that features the speakers, too, sharing the gospel, and they are reaching thousands of Romanians for Christ. 
And uh, it was so cool to sit down with them. And because of people's response, we were able to give them a meaningful grant because they, they try to make it free for everybody to come. And there's a lot of expenses to put that together. So that was a new one that just happened. Uh, and there's so many others that uh, that you guys help. And, and thanks to a lot of you that, um, you know, that uh, donate on your own. We don't do really any fundraisers. We usually fund it through the speaking engagements and, and the manchurch.com and those royalties and, and through coffee sales of BuzzBox Coffee. Uh, but also through uh, the uh, charity charge of Buffalo Wild Wings, and this month uh, we will be the uh, we'll benefit from the charity charge. So you thanks. know, we're we're so happy to do. I'm, I, you know, happy is a simple word, but we're just so excited to be able to do this again, Rick. I think this is eight years, yeah, eight times. Yeah, and I know you guys are celebrating a big number this year too. Oh yes. Um, but being able to do this for eight years. On our side, we're, we're just excited to do it as a team. Well, it, it, it is I'm thankful to you guys and all of you who participate and uh, the impact uh, that continues to be seen all over the world. We, we, we try to take the grants and just say, what did Jesus tell us to do? Well, Jesus said, don't forget Jerusalem. So a lot of the grants go right here to Birmingham, Alabama, to inner city ministries, and there's great things going on here and, and events that go on here. Then he said, well, you need to also take care of Judea. So we do things in our state. Uh, all over the state of Alabama, he said, well, you know, don't forget Samaria. So we do things all over the country. Mm-hmm. And then I want you to go to the ends of the earth. So we give grants out to the ends of the earth. We just simply follow. Uh, so, so you know, sometimes you hear people go, well, I tell you, I see people doing a lot of stuff around the world. They don't do anything here at home. We do it all from from right down the street to to all the way into Romania and South Africa and uh, into, uh, you know, India and just all over the world. Well, so, I can tell you, everybody can go right down the street on Monday and eat. And yes, we can do this for everybody. Yeah, that's right. So, and th- this will not be sacrificial. Uh, you, all you have to do is go eat. That's delicious where food. I come in. There it is. Yeah. Let me tell you this: we all have a different. Skill the set. ministries that you and Greg support alone yeah. through eating Buffalo Wild Wings yeah. is great. That's so, just the way we give. Right? So, thanks to all of you, Rick and Bubba audience. Thank you, Buffalo Wild Wings. Thank you uh, for all you're doing. And Mark and Dory, thank you for what you're doing and, and recognizing the need for this ministry and, and filling that gap with created ministries and we'll in the break give you that big check that you you can't deposit at the bank but it makes a great picture but it we'll won't get, go through the we'll, tube. Yeah, we'll get you the real we'll get you the real check too. So uh, so there it is. Um, created ministries if you'd like to find out more about them they're a 501c3 you can help them in other ways too. Uh, so we put their link in show notes at rickandbubba.com the Bronnerbird Dish Memorial Fund link is also in show notes today for the next charity charge. All at rickandbubba.com. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Sist Rick and Bubba. <laughs> and they've been very good. They are. Now they're, they're usually, now that's they're usually, they're usually pretty good. Sometimes it's more information than you can deal with. Now, here's especially what, if it has to do with medical things. Right. Now, what I was about to say, I would exempt. Then in the future, I'm not going to ask people about my health anymore because they always convince me I'm dead. Right. That right. I have no chance. You, you have no idea yeah. how many different diseases your symptoms could be. And it's hard to discern between the five emails that tell you to do this and the other five that say if you do that, you'll die. Right. You know what? <laughs> yeah. so, That's always a problem. Yeah, but, well, one of the things that uh, I catch a little bit of grief, and it's just a little bit from my wife, yeah. is that I don't like to travel. Right. Um, and I don't, it's not that I don't really like to travel. It's just, there's usually a lot of things going on around here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I can put it in those terms now, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, like going on a trip, you know, where right. we're and 
I'm not really big on traveling abroad. I know you do, and that's great. Um, I, I'm not really to that level yet. You know, I'm still in the training wheels of, of yeah, traveling, I, if you I, look at it that understood. way. Understood, yeah. Uh, but I don't mind going around the country, right. you know, as long as I know, you know, we're in a good old USA. <laughs> and uh, so you, you, but you don't like leaving the country. Not that much. I'll right, go. Right. I'll go uh, to you know uh, central. Well, the Bahamas down. You know the, the Cayman Islands, something like that. I'm all right, and that's officially leaving mm-hmm. the country. And you but, did that. When's the last time you did that? <clears throat> been four or five years. Mm-hmm. Back before COVID. Right. Uh, and it's not because of that. It's just we don't. You know, when we have time off, it's usually things. That's, and and honestly, the last few years we've we've had a lot going on. We've had some health issues. Oh, yeah, sure. Had a tornado hit. You know, mm-hmm. we've well documented that in the rough patch. Which, yeah. by the way, that's CD available right now on your favorite streaming services. Right. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, we we've talked about uh, taking a couple of trips. Okay. And one of them that I now Betty wants to go to Napa Valley. She wants to go see Northern California. She wants to go see the vineyards. Um, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Non-denominational. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's right. that's, that's more her area. Yeah, right. And, um, uh, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. And I, I will support that trip. And I've talked to some people who've been on those kind of trips, but for me, I want to go see Montana, big mm. sky country. Oh, yeah. And I don't even know what I want to do. But I'd like to go see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Me too. That, that's uh, and, on my and, list. And so I know a lot of people in our audience have done that kind of thing. So I, I'm not wanting to go and take my life in my own hands by riding a four-wheeler on the edge of a of a giant cliff that's 15,000 feet. I'm not talking not about a, that. Not a thrill-seeking trip no, no, to no. my town. No, but I, I don't mind a Jeep ride through the desert, you know, those kind of things. Mm. Uh, so you're thinking more like a Yellowstone trip? Yellowstone, baby. Well, I, I don't uh, know. They have is those. That, is, uh, if you're out that far, I guess you probably need to see Oh, if you're going to go to Montana, oh, you yeah. have to go to Yellowstone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grand Canyon kind of thing. I know Adler different. did a little bit of yeah, that. that. But, but I mean, I, see, I don't know. Just yeah, out there yeah, somewhere. Right, yeah. you know. Do you want to go to Montana or the Grand Canyon? Uh, well, I think more, Mon- I think Montana. What about Maybe. Napa Valley? Is that out in this? No, no, this different trip. That'd okay. be like, which trip. one are we asking about Montana? This is Montana. Okay. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is the big sky. And I, and I know you, but so written, cause they, I know some folks that have like, I don't even rent, know the- rented a cabin and, and done horseback riding and all that, but you're out with that. Cause I know you don't ride well, anything without I, a clutch. Yeah. I don't ride anything without a clutch. I, I really don't want to, this is, uh, we're not looking to rough it. Okay, that's this important. is not a camping trip. That is important. I've got a great uh, contact for you too. We're, you know, I, I just, you know, we want to go somewhere and see sights, and if we even on a bus tour, that's fine. Don't get on a bus, not you in know, Montana. Well, you know what I mean, <laughs> right? Just, yeah, uh, right, yeah. A, a group thing. I, I don't mm. want to, you know, I don't want to struggle. So you want it details. to be a real touristy thing. You don't want to yeah. have a here are the things that you do if you don't want to just be in the normal tourist groups. Yeah. Yeah, you, think, you want to be a I full think, blown. I think I'm level, a tourist in Montana. One level one tourist, right? And then if we see things and go, you know, we need to come back and rent a cabin there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so you want to stay at a hotel? Later, you want to stay at a hotel? Oh yeah, I think so. You don't want to stay at a cabin, even if you could do all the other things. Uh, I think we want this to be uh, hassle free as possible. So you're thinking Wyoming, Montana, something yeah, just, like that. Just, I just want to go see mm. Big Sky. And you said you had a guy. Right? I want to see oh, yeah. plains. I, I want to see. This may open. be my guy right here on the phone. I want to see serious? mountains. <laughs> you know, I got covered mountains from the. The only valleys. problem I think is the guy I have can take care of everything, but I, the only question will be is is his ability to get you where you need to be, where you want to be in Montana. But even if it's not, I bet he can help you with the other. Well, this is, I'm not, I'm not necessarily looking for a travel agent. I'm just looking no, for no, ideas. No, no, no. This is not a travel what, agent. What I'm this is a person about. who goes to Montana all the time. Oh, yeah. And has yeah. a place there. Oh. 
Yeah. Did I know him real well? Yes, you do. Yeah, well, I probably need to ask him, don't I? You're, That's what you're near him down at the lake. Yeah, yeah, real near. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's got his driveway lot. He's got this covered. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. So he does this all the time? All the time. Really? Has his own place there. Well, I knew he did. Whose yeah, guy is he? Did. Yours or his? Uh, he's actually a combination of yeah, both. He's in between. He's he bounces, he bounces around right, like yeah. a rubber ball. He's frustrated yeah, with me. Hey, let's put it this way. He so wants to guys, help us go to Montana. Do you have any guys? Hey, he so guys. wants to help us go to Montana. He's upset yeah, with you, me that I won't go. Yeah, he's right, asked yeah. me to go several times. And told me I could go. Well, he's apparently Rick's guy because I've yeah. never had that in there. Oh, really? Well, he yeah. didn't know you wanted to go. I told him I wanted to go. Hey, can I borrow the guy? Here you go. What, what time hey, of go. year? See, here's another question. What time of year? Oh, you want to go in the spring. Spring? Don't want to go in the winter. Tough, huh? Well, you better but have like, three of those vests. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. when you say spring, a larger you one. mean March? Or is that more like well, May? That, you yeah. good yeah. spring break. Hey, you trip. need to tell my guy. Huh? He'll know. He'll know. See, that's the thing. you got to know that stuff. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to go in there just, you know, not knowing. Right. Have y'all ever used me as y'all's guy? Like when somebody yeah, says something, absolutely. I got a guy. Absolutely. You're a guy on a lot of stuff. I don't have any guys. Yeah. I, don't, I just realized I don't have any. I mean, to all my guy friends, I mean, they're, sure. my, they're, That's they're different. my buddies. What do you yeah. mean a guy you I go to for whatever subject? Like you got a guy you go to oh. for auto repair. Right. Oh, okay. You got a tire oh, guy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, got you got a gun guy. guy. Yes. I got a golf guy. Oh, you need tickets? I got a guy. Yeah, ticket guy. I need a ticket. You got to have I got plenty of tickets. Did you say he's offering up his place in Montana? Yes. I want your guy. Bubba. All right, so you should be getting plenty of information now about Montana. And you, oh, yeah, you, it's you, pouring you, in. Yeah, it's, pouring it, in. It, it's pouring in. So you, you should be fine. And go ahead and talk to our guy. Yeah. And, okay. and, and put him on this, too. And um, so and, and you're thinking about trying to do that in 2024? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, you know, I was hoping to get down and see more rocket launches, but they keep pushing a lot of those back. Right. So, That's uh, tough, yeah. You know, I may Is, push uh, them back to 25. Now, I know you're going to be off uh, a day or so in February. Yes. Is, is Betty going to go with you to the world's largest ham fest? Uh, it's not the world's largest. Okay. It's getting close, though. Okay. Uh, and no. Okay. No, that is a guy. Is trip. it the country's largest? It is the largest one east of the Mississippi. Okay. And this is the one you took last year. Yes. Did you go to this one last year? I did. Yeah. Remember, he dro- they drove all the way yeah. there? Yeah. Oh, that's, 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 why, right. that's why we're going a little earlier this time. That's right. Are y'all driving again? Yes. Oh, yeah, Rick. Sure. Oh, nice. the night gang. Yeah. Uh, do you need a little help? I mean, y'all can slide if y'all want to. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, well, I, I hate to put you through that kind you of You know, miss out on all that fellowship uh, time. Of course, some well, of you guys. Got, I'm no, going according with, to Adler's are. story and many of my yeah. stories, if you try to fly, yeah. you get a, a lot of fellowship time, and they never get you on the plane mm-hmm. and well, delay uh, you for two or three uh, days. The guys that I'm going with, they some of them carry stuff to sell at it, so they we actually have like a table, you know, a booth that you have. Oh, really? Oh, so oh, you got wow. you got you got to take Wait gear. Yeah, you got to take yeah. stuff for your setup. Yeah. You take merch, and then I got something to bring back the stuff. Right? Yeah. You gonna holler shotgun? Not get stuck in the back? No, I, I, you know, I'm just glad to be going. Right. Uh, yeah. I'll work wherever, but I'm gonna tell you that uh, mm. that back seat's tough mm. all the way from <laughs> that, here to Orlando. That's a bumpy ride. Let I me mean, tell you, I didn't know my knees would go so far back. You know, <laughs> I've I've driven my family to the wonderful world of Disney, <laughs> all the way down there and back. And hey, hey. Yeah, that's it, that's why I am begging Terry to fly. Uh, JC opens their baseball season in Daytona, but they oh, play speed. they play one day in Orlando, and I'm like, can we please? Southwest has a nonstop. Let's just land in Orlando, rent a car, ride over to Daytona. It's about an hour, and and then fly back. 
Why, why is she resisting that? Because oh, she doesn't uh, like to fly, right? She That's doesn't it. like to fly. It goes back to that Miami trip when Tyler, right. and then we're done no, with Jack right. State playing FIU, and she goes to get on the plane. She says, I can't, I'm not, I can't get on this plane. And I'm like, it was 8 o'clock Sunday night. I'm on the air the next morning at 5. I'm like, no, we, baby, we got to. And she did. Yeah. But I don't know why. It's like that's – I mean, she flew down there fine. She flew yeah. on her honeymoon fine. You know what I mean? It's, but we have not uh, – I think she could do it now. But just the thought of it, and, and I, the I thought think it's just, it's and just know, too much. I know we've talked about this. She'd and rather I, drive. And I know, I, know you, I know you probably interviewed her about it. Is her anxiety when it hits about flying, is it, hey, we're going to crash? Is it the no. claustrophobic? I'm in this tube. I asked her about that. Right, is, yeah. is, is it close quarters? Is that's what's bothering you or whatever? And she can't really answer it, even though I think the anticipation and knowing it's on the schedule and knowing I, we're going to fly, everything leading up to that, I, I think she just would rather not deal with that. And I told her, I'm like, well, I want you to enjoy this trip, uh, and I definitely don't want you to have anxiety over this trip. So if that means us drive, then we'll drive just so you can enjoy it. I don't, you, I don't want you to be miserable, you know, uh, just because and, and fly. Now, well, you just said I'm going to drive to Orlando, but I don't want somebody to be miserable. Right? I, I don't. I think those are mutually yeah. exclusive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. you, you, you're yeah. going to yeah, be it's miserable. two miserables. I think you're one picking is are we ever going to get there miserable, right. and then the other is I'm flying miserable. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, we're all on the same page sitting at this table on on what we want to do. Uh, but well, you, you know, um, and and she is, I mean. No, she, I, she's amazing, but but this flying thing, she okay. is she is not about it. No, I got you, and you know, like I've like you heard me say a minute ago, and this was actually later in life, is this thing of Sherry being afraid of heights involving mountains. Yeah, I'm not mm. talking about standing up on, on a high mm-hmm. ladder, just being on the mountain. It, it was it's a whole different. It came oh. out. It's brand new. Yeah, and so I realized that it doesn't matter how much I can talk about how we <laughs> should be able to ride on mountains. Yeah. If she can't do it and won't do it, there's yeah. what are you going to yeah. do? I yeah. mean, it, it's uh, it well. Is she a- ended up getting on the flight uh, from Miami back to Birmingham, and as we were getting in the car, coming going to home, I said, "See, you did it." Mm-hmm. And she said, "You're right, I did." And so, you know, she, she I think she could fight through it. I just don't know if if I want to die on that hill or or what. No, um, I just know on the way back. I haven't said let's rent a car, drive it to Orlando, leave it there, and fly back because on the back end. It's going to be tough. He, he plays at like 11 local time on Sunday, driving back and then being on the show the next day. That's going to be a long haul. Do you know how you long know? it takes to get back from one oh, eight, eight hours. I've looked and oh, I keep it, searching. It'll, it can turn into one. 10 really. Oh, sure it can. Oh, you're one <laughs> interstate problem from it being 12. <laughs> you know? Uh, stop me. I know. <laughs> right. Well, you know me, I don't like to stop. So we're going to have a problem. Right. We're going to have a problem there. But right. um, I don't like to stop either. But when I get to the point I want to stop, mm-hmm. I need to stop, I stop. Because when I, I stop, I keep thinking about where I would be if I didn't stop. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, no, this thing, the great statement. <laughs> Sherry said that she's, a, she's so thankful. <laughs> That they've never come up with an automobile that you could drive and never stop. <laughs> she's thankful for for empty tanks. And she said, "My only hope is empty tanks." Yeah. Oh, she goes, "If we don't run out of fuel, I know we're not stopping." Yeah. <laughs> well, you know why you're making time. Right. Yeah, she goes. Yeah. She goes. Every time we look at a car, I look at how many gallons are in a tank. Yeah. <laughs> That's got a small tank. Well, it's not over yet. I I, right. I still keep talking to. Even the boys have jumped in and tried to help me, but I just. I, I really don't want her to be so I got miserably just, mm-hmm. you know, sick about it right. that, that 
it just ruins. Well, you got to measure her miserable or your miserable driving and see how it weighs yeah. out. Let's be honest. I, I, I think I'd rather try be to miserable balance her. Yeah, sixty forty your way. If, if those of you out there that aren't married yet, um, when you're married and it's a choice of misery, mm-hmm. the husband will pick his own misery yeah. over the I'd, wife's. I'd rather do that because if the wife's it. miserable, you're you're going to yeah. be. You've added more misery. Now you're double misery. I'm almost to the point. Single misery. Yes. If she's yes. miserable, yeah, we're she's all miserable, miserable. Either, yeah. either scenario. I've almost gotten to the point where I've given up on the flying attempt and said, "Hey, let's schedule a road trip and and let's schedule and have a blast." Mm-hmm. You know, I'm have, almost there. Have you ever sat down and said, yeah, "She may be good with it"? Have you ever sat down and said, "Based on you not wanting to fly, because Greg's been through this too, mm-hmm. uh, is these are places we will never go." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, mean, right. I can't drive. It's unattainable. Right. Yeah, we and don't she, go yeah. through the and air. And she does bring up a good point on the flying thing. She's like, "Okay, so let's say we're flying." Mm-hmm. And JC, and then they start it at you know That's whatever time on, yeah. on on that Friday. What if we let, we get an Adler situation where we're stuck at, and and sitting there on the tarmac, we can't lift off, we miss a game because you wanted to fly. Well, there's always that. Of course, and you I could have car trouble in traffic too. Yeah, I mentioned that. That didn't right. go over well, but uh, right. I did. Sure. I did. Kind of is a wash either way. Right. Yeah, yeah, but. Anyway, how about, how about well, it's just hard to travel? It's hard to travel. If you got a, a long distance to be somewhere at a certain time, yeah. that's hard. We all know I'm riding and driving. Oh, we know yeah. that. You might as well just yeah. go ahead and oh, accept that. Let me tell you, that's that. We don't need, need to talk any longer. <laughs> no, uh, top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Um, Bubba, I don't know what this says about us. Why, after all this talk about travel, about Speedy's wife not being crazy about flying, after what Adler went through flying. Uh, that we're going to do this 2A and 2B, Adler, where we have now problems uh, with an Alaskan Airlines flight. Um, None of us want to hear that we are flying and we're forced to return to Portland International Airport because a section of the fuselage suddenly blew off the plane. Now I don't think I don't think any of us want this. I Mm -hmm. hope Terry's not listening because you certainly you certainly aren't going now. So, so this is. Uh, should I play audio of this Adler? Yes or no? Okay. So here, the here they are on the plane. So there, there is a door missing, right? Yep. Yeah, the door blew off. Yeah, Landed in a teacher's backyard. Got a I think. shirt off. Of oh, look at yeah. that open, Bubba. Look at that gap. You can see Rick, the night guy. Light. The guy sitting closest to it was seatbelt in at the time, which saved his life, by the way. Uh-huh. His shirt was sucked off of his body. Say that again. His shirt was sucked off of his body, even with him wearing the seatbelt. And he has a picture of him sitting there shirtless after this. Good night. Stripped him naked. <laughs> Deliberate. <laughs> night. Can you believe? Oh, my goodness. And so, uh, from what I've understood, I've seen several stories. Would y'all they, be terrified? They have oh, they man. have blamed uh, some loose bolts for the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a uh, woman from the National Transportation yeah. Safety Board is going to explain why the Boeing jetliner suffered the blowout over Oregon. Uh, and uh, so we'll uh, – uh, it, it says now, too, that this is not going to be used for uh, flights to Hawaii. Uh, and, uh, so that let's, let's talk about this. Here she is, uh, in explaining all this to us. Go ahead. Now our systems group, uh, began looking at all the aircraft systems. They documented the entire flight deck and they asked about the auto pressurization fail light that did illuminate in three previous flights. Uh-oh. There was a decision by Alaska Airlines to um, a restriction, actually, they put in place. They called it an ETOPS restriction that uh, prevented that plane uh, from being flown to Hawaii over 
uh, water oh, so my. that it could if so if some light That's did illuminate it could return very quickly to an airport oh thank you for that thanks That's for awesome. that how about the cause of the light illuminating maybe right. find yeah. it greg here's what we said we're only going to let y'all crash over land yes yeah. we don't, uh, we don't want some hassle have it come out in the water to get you so we cut <laughs> that, that out that's our job really hard <laughs> yeah, so well i'm sorry speedy this is the kind yeah. of stuff can you imagine if you talked terry into mm. getting on the plane <laughs> Or Greg, you talk Lisa into getting on the plane. Oh, yeah, two that are not crazy about flying, talking. and all of a sudden, you never get them on one again. I bet, wouldn't, yeah. probably wouldn't even drive by the airport. Yeah. You, you know, it's it, that look with her oxygen on. Yeah. In the investigation of Terry, what was so weird is that she's flown, but it was that one time, and I think there was she like a there was like a, yeah there was like a four hour delay. And Miami International Airport, everybody was piling in on top of each other. And I think it was the close quarters, you know. No, the, I got you. The, you know, that just made her feel that way because she's done it before. But because of that experience, that's all she remembers. And yep. she's like, I don't want to do that again. I'm but not, I, think, I, I, I am so. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I'm so. There's the guy shirtless. Oh, there he is. I'm so addicted to making good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm so. I'm almost willing. I think if the door would have come off and I felt like we were all safe, I would have been screaming, let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, let's just keep on going. I, I mean, and even though I know I, that's probably not the thing to do. Same type panic situation. And I'm not. I know you think I'm hacking on you. I'm not. Uh oh. You were that car that time. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. I did, for no reason. No reason. All of a sudden, you said, I got to get out of this car. Yeah, just, and then I had so to go when down. When he was down here at Barber Motorsports. Yeah, remember? at the paddock. Uh, and he was doing something. When I was driving that car no, for Continental, right. no, I, uh, that. I get in, and it was like. You were like, I got to get out of I, here. I don't know what it was, but I mean, because, I mean, here I am. I've been buried alive. I don't think I, the close quarters is. in cars going around the track. Yeah, but like something about that. I had to get out and, and walk down and gather myself, if you remember. Yeah, I had to, yeah. like, give me five minutes, and then let me get back in. Yeah, get your headspace. But, yeah, it was, it was I got to get out of here. Yeah. I, 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 I was I, riding on that motorcycle that day. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, Helmsy, and the fact that you were like, hey, my grip was really – I was yeah, struggling to hang on. Don't forget he's decked out in leather. <laughs> By the way, was that much harder to do than you expected it to be? Well, I made it harder because I felt like I needed to, to grip it harder than I was. I mean, I shouldn't have been gripping it as hard. Yeah. At least it, it didn't awful. look weird. Yeah. Greg. <laughs> right. Because well, Greg, you're going. Greg won't let it go. Will he? If he's no. got you, I mean, you've had Riding it. Riding me. Riding. We, um, <laughs> he I just, him, I wanted him his instructions to me were, you make, when I lean, and because I couldn't see either. That was another thing. I couldn't see in front of me. He said, so watch me. If When I lean, you better lean. Oh, okay. see, that and like he said that. it with a so with a, with a, a, a sum of hey, pressure. if you got to do this or we're not going to pull yeah. this off safely. Yeah, and I wish he wouldn't have said it like that. Yeah, because he, the way I was gripping the handles and leaning, I felt like I was driving it and in control, but I wasn't. Oh boy, mm. it wasn't like I was holding on to him, and mm. I kind of feel what's going on. Yeah, we didn't want that. Uh, wasn't that at all? Yeah. So, when you're uh, not and no, we didn't want that either, Rick. But you, yeah. but you didn't have to wrap your legs around, <laughs> Greg. Greg, <laughs> nobody wrapped their legs around. <laughs> and when you stopped, y'all, but I'll you say this: let go when y'all uh, got off. Uh, that was probably <laughs> probably top three of the most uncomfortable situations yeah. I've ever been in. Sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, For yeah. many yeah. reasons. <laughs> well, you know, Greg. <laughs> yeah, Speedy. Yeah, I like when Greg told you wasn't hacking on you, but but I believe I heard that statement. But I was being serious. I, I, did, but, I had to have a minute. But one of the times we did the driving experience at, at Talladega, and I don't remember which one it was, mm-hmm. I think maybe I had like took in a breath at the wrong time or whatever, and they cinched me. Yeah. And they cinched me in that chest protector mm. thing, and I, I think I'd 
wasn't breathing right when they did it. Mm-hmm. And I had to ask them, could they disconnect it and let's try again? Rick, that was with Dale Jarrett, I think, yeah, driving yeah, school. Yeah. I, remember, think. I thought yeah. I heard a baby crying, and I didn't realize it was Rick. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Thank you for not hacking on me. That, that's my favorite part. Yeah, that, that's as, I, as I examine what happened to me, I had the headphones in, but they were connected to the phone. And I think the strap was like pulling Something on my neck you. like this, and I was like, "I got to get out of yeah. here." Yeah, I had to tell the driver, "Give me a second. Hang on, <laughs> just get out. Let me get out. Get back in." <laughs> yeah, Bubba, you mentioned it when you came into the old office today. That things are lawless in Ecuador. Yeah, uh, it, wow. Descending into chaos. Uh, we have, is this a civil war that's going on uh, there? Is, is there an attempt to replace the current I, government? I think there is a civil war brewing, and a lot mm-hmm. of it has to do with the drug cartel. Yeah, drug cartel, uh, you know, the ones that are coming into our border wide open. By the way, talk to Congressman Gary Palmer on Sunday. We ended up eating at the same restaurant after church, and he said, look, I just came back from the border, and the drug cartel, what they're doing down there, they basically are t- have taken the whole thing over. Uh, and he said it is an absolute mess. But this is in Ecuador, and we have footage of, of this is a TV station, and you told me about this. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I mean, they were so, live on so the they, air. They, and overtook they, they have come in, as you said, while the broadcast was going on, I mean, they've got weapons, uh, and and they are now running. Uh-oh, they don't like for you to move, or do they want him to stand up? The, is that, the guy's like, I, don't, I just want to do what y'all want me to do. Uh, so we have... And there is... I mean, this is happening all over Ecuador. Okay. It is unbelievable. There is, there's a, a, a lot of horrific footage that I can't show, but um, these, these cartels are just taking over. Um, the president of Ecuador has said that there's like, I mean, there's basically a war going, an open war going on between the government and these cartels right now in Ecuador. And the, and the, and the drug cartel, they want to place themselves into the government of the whole country. Is that what they're wanting? Uh, and I mean, they, they've, they've, they've gone after, uh, the police officers and taking them hostage. Um, they, um. They said they said the mobsters are declaring this that 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 the government declared war. So they said war is what you're going to get. Mm. And I guess the you know the government probably said, look, we're not going to let the drug cartel run our yeah. country. And the drug cartel said, oh, so are we at war? Okay, yeah. well here's war. Well, you yeah. better you, to win right. the war. You better be meaner than they are. Yeah, that, that is correct. So uh, the president there uh, has ordered the army to neutralize the criminal gangs. Uh, because the gangsters have declared that this is war, to your point, Bubba, and we are in war, you too, Adler, uh, and says uh, that now the violence is, uh, they're threatening that they'll go into Peru and just continue to go on a rampage. So uh, yeah. I know a lot of you in our audience, I've talked with you, and some of you I know, uh, you know, are, are on do a lot of mission trips to this part of the world, and uh, I, I bet it's not safe to do so right now. Mm, uh, I don't like it. Yeah, so this is um, this is bad. And uh, so there's like 20 drug gangs, uh, and as you just said, they opened fire in a TV studio, and um, they um, they have executed prison guards. Mm. Mm. So it's uh, a lot of that going on. It's bad stuff. Uh, this is um, this is a lawless situation, and 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 this is what you have to be careful of. Some of you out there that think you want a lawless society, well, this is what it looks like. You really don't. I know in your mind, you know, all of you that, you know, get out there and start screaming anarchy and all this kind of stuff. I mean, there's a, I'm not talking about 
you know, standing up for liberty. Uh, there comes a time you have to make hard decisions on that kind of stuff. I'm not talking about that. But if we just get to an anything goes and things like demonizing law enforcement and this kind of stuff, it, it, it turns into a world that none of us want to live in. Yeah. And because then it's going to get down to what Bubba just said. Whoever has the most weapons, whoever has the most wicked resolve to, to outmean the other side, yeah. uh, that that's who gets control. That's who gets authority. Well, uh, and Rick, you, you know, we, we try to be civilized. We try to do what's right. None mm-hmm. of us think that some of these people could be this evil. But remember, when we won World War II, we had to be meaner than the Germans, meaner than the Nazis, especially when we got down to the Battle of the Bulge to win and mm-hmm. to push this thing in back into Germany. And we had to be meaner than the kamikazes and the uh, the Japanese to win World War II. So we didn't want to go there. We were forced to go there. We were, and we were successful. But that's what you have to do to win a war. And we haven't always had that resolve. Right. Well, and this is what you're facing, and they, they tell you, here here's a statement from the drug cartel. We declare police, civilians, and soldiers to be the spoils of war. Anyone on the streets after 11 p.m. will be executed on site. Hey, I'm gonna say once you realize, yeah, oh wow, that's so not that, that's not living in freedom, is right, it? Right. Well, wait a minute. So yeah. then, this is who we're dealing with. Well, then you have to, to the point we've already made, you have to be willing, willing if you're now the government or you're the civilians or the citizens or whatever, you have to be willing to say, okay, so that's the kind of mindset I have to have because yeah. that's the yep. enemy that I'm I'm fighting against. So the only thing they're going to understand is for me to be willing to break their will to continue this. They right. need to fear me more than I fear them. Or just break their ability to do it. That yeah. means take out leadership, take out supply lines, convince them there's no way out. Right. So, and that's that's a tough deal. Back at home, uh, speaking of Banana Republics, back at home. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, exactly right. right. Lloyd Austin, uh, this, this, this story is odd, uh, that uh, the Secretary of Defense was treated for prostate cancer uh, during a secret hospital trip, and they, the Pentagon now says we should have revealed details of this ICU visit earlier, and we'll take immediate steps to address transparency. And and did I hear you guys talking right that the president didn't even know this? Yeah, the administration was somewhat caught off guard by this. They didn't know that he was not uh, on the job, or at least that's what they let out or what got yeah. out. I was told they couldn't find him. They didn't know if he was in the Virgin Islands, Delaware, or where on vacation. Are you talking about said. the president? Yeah, no, they, didn't <laughs> they just didn't know where to locate. <laughs> Look, him. I, I don't, I don't have a problem with the Secretary of Defense having to have cancer treatment. Okay. I don't even have a problem with we don't need to tell the public that. We don't need to let our enemies know that. But probably the commander-in-chief needs to know. Yeah, I would think yeah, so. Straight up, yeah. You know, we're going to find out. And, Somebody did tell him. He just didn't know it. And I know he's the figurehead and, and heads up. He doesn't really do the day-to-day stuff. I got that. But still, I, I don't. I don't think that the Pentagon needs to tell us every time the, the Secretary of Defense has to go to the doctor. You know, right? I, I don't think so. Do y'all? No. Well, I, I'm with you though. I think the commander in chief probably needs. Yeah, they yeah, need to yeah, know, or at least they they need to act like they know. Yeah, this is uh, this is Biden actually uh, just last year talking about Lloyd Austin. Just want to thank you both, and I want to thank the sec- the, the uh, former general. I keep calling him general, but my my uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. <laughs> oh no! Uh, I want to make sure we thank. 
the oh, secretary is, for all he's done oh, to try God. to implement what we've just talked Yo, about. What you McCall? I'm mad at you, Adler, for that. And you know the problem and why why he's addressing it that way is because we, our military has to be controlled by the civilians. The general had retired as a general, but you cannot serve as Secretary of Defense. Uh, I think it's a two-year period. You have to be out of the military. You have to be civilian material. He was not out of the military that long and had to get a special okay from Congress to roll in to be head of the military. But that's you what, and that's Biden got confused when he was saying. I'm not trying to say he knew what he was talking about, but he knew he had to be careful how he said that, and that's even added to the confusion. I think. <laughs> you think because I, you would think he would still know his name though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Maybe maybe yeah. Secretary Austin. Yeah, maybe yeah. just that. Yeah, you know, just, just the, call him Lloyd. Just call hey. him. How about just call him Lloyd? <laughs> yeah. Lloyd Austin. That'd be about, it's opposed to the guy that runs that outfit over there. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll just tell you how much it means today to recognize the guy runs that outfit over there. Yeah. I don't know why I keep calling him General. I wish I'd just maybe come up with his name. I, I might say General so I can remember his name. Uh, and that, oh, I don't need to say General because of what Bubba said. Nope, you got to come up with something. All right, well, I'll tell you what. How about this? Guy runs that outfit over there. But, you know, if he'd been a General, it, I mean, isn't that like having a the, the doctor in front of your name? Couldn't you always just call him so. General? I thought so. Even if he's retired, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he's yep. wearing a suit. He's not wearing a uniform. Yeah. All right, for those of you out there, yeah, well, I hope that, he has good luck with his cancer treatment. That are, poor, are part of the Ozempic craze. We oh 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 Ozempic. Oh, oh, uh, we've got an update uh, from a doctor explaining something. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, all right, so Ozempic. Oh 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 Ozempic. You know, this is all the craze now. I, I've noticed that when if, if someone it happened, it, well, it just happened. Recently, uh, over the weekend, well, someone will look to me, and you can tell they'll ask me how I've lost weight, and they expect me to say Ozempic or one of these oh. other drugs. And when you don't, they almost just turn away and walk away from you. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, but but, but but we but we've got uh, oh. uh, it. It is a craze right now. They think nine million prescriptions have been written in the last three months of 2022 alone. At the end of last year, can we not get an update on 2023? <laughs> but they said that that was in 2022. I'm sure those numbers are very similar even now if they're not growing. Now, I, I'm still a little confused, but this is going to be about what they call the Ozempic effect. But there's other drugs that compete with Ozempic that basically do the same thing, right? Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. Ozempic, their weight loss version of that is called Wegovy. Yes. Right. And then you have, and then of the other category, you have Mongero. Yeah, my and their weight loss version of that is called, uh, it's, it's new, I can't remember the name of it, uh, some of you are pounding your steering wheel right now. It's something pound or pound something. So I it has to do with pounding and you're pounding yeah, your it, steering wheel. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is right. it's exactly the same drug. It's yeah. just marketed and labeled right. uh, for I don't know how to loss. Google that, Bob. Well, that was the point I was going to yeah. make. All of these drugs are the same, but the weight loss versions of the diabetic drug. They changed the name of it because people were getting mad that diabetics couldn't get their drugs because a bunch of fat people were getting it. <laughs> right. and, and, and so they said, oh, no, 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 this is not the same drug, but it is the exact same drug. Uh, I'm, I'm not laughing right. at this, and right. I don't want to start anything other than talking about this, but I'm getting tickled because I'll look up when Bob is talking, and sometimes his vest is activated, <laughs> and, and sometimes it's not. And so for some reason, when it's activated, I listen more. 
<laughs> you know like, what I mean? Like, like it shoots it's almost his mind. Like, yeah, it's yeah. almost like Iron Man, and he's got that thing. Yeah. And, and yeah. so when it's activated, I'm like, wait a minute, I better dial in. Heated vest. Well, the, the bottom line <laughs> is they found a, a, another use for these diabetic drugs, and of course that is to make the body feel like it's already full w- when it really isn't, uh, trying to help you to eat less. And, uh, and, and so these are these fullness signals between the gut and the brain. Uh, and so we have a doctor that says, now some of you may be concerned about taking this medicine and really that your doctor is telling you, and I'm sure the, the pharmacy company is thrilled, that you'll need to take this the rest of your life or you'll just, or you'll just put the weight back on. And uh, which is very convenient for all who make a lot of money off this drug. Uh, but if you're getting the the response you want, then you know then there's a it's a win win. But are there are there potential of side effects? We know that we've had people have, who have a hard time with it. They get sick. They get nauseous. Uh, they struggle. Uh, sometimes that's to what I've always said was was my problem. See, my problem isn't that I stop eating when I'm full. My problem is I didn't stop eating when I was full because right. I like the taste of food, yep. and I'm kind of addicted to certain foods, and I just like to eat, mm-hmm. and I like friend. to eat socially, and I, I eat whether I'm hungry or not because I just like the taste of food. I saw a quote yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I started sending it to everybody. It was excellent. It said, I don't need a personal trainer. <laughs> I need someone to walk around with me all day and slap food out of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, the Monjero version is Zebound. Z e b bound bound. I think you worked a cuss word in there. No, he just likes. But it. here is a doctor on the very reliable TikTok. Yeah, uh, yeah don't that, stop. That uh, that is going to say as a medical doctor, uh, Doctor D Deck. Is that right? I better be careful with that. <laughs> uh, Whoa! Are you sure we're not being pranked? Hello, Ron I think, Burgundy. I think I just realized I'm a victim of a prank. But, uh, <laughs> but this is on Daily Mail. Uh, but anyway, she she is saying, Doctor uh, D, that that patients who you know, and I love this. I love the thing about once I get you on these drugs, when That's they say nice. when they say one of the biggest problems people come off them come off them too quickly. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so she she is going to say what these drugs are accomplishing with your digestive system pharmaceutically can be accomplished with things that are more natural, uh, which I know none of us ever like, like to dirt. Hear. Right. But anyway, so here she is. Let's let her talk uh, and let's see what she says. Okay, Dr. Day's guy. All right. All right. That's not her name, Greg. Dr. Day. I've had some patients ask me how they can get the effects of Ozempic without having to take it. And there's two main ways. One is through the gut microbiome and the other is through diet. Ozempic works by increasing GLP-1, which in turn slows the movement of food from your stomach through your intestines. There's a certain bacteria called Ackermansia that's been shown to naturally increase GLP-1 levels, and you could get that in certain probiotics. Also, the probiotic VSL-3 has been shown to increase GLP-1. And second, you might have known this was coming, but eating a diet with a ton of fiber has been shown to increase GLP-1 levels. Tons of fibers. So how, do you, how do you get tons of fiber? What What is some high uh, fiber food? Uh, First of all, who is, who is that? That's Dr. And why, Dr. why do you got to be in your car Dr. to Day get Day the, the message out? Dr. Day Day. I couldn't hear that, that she had her music still going, by the way, when I screened that audio, because I'm listening on a little mini, mini speaker it's here. It's Dr. Deck, D-E-C-K. Sorry about the background is it music. Really? I thought she had put what the background the music in there for effect. I think she did. I think she did. That's on her Twitter handle or whatever. If you flip over, it's got her name. 
Okay. She decided to get in her car right. and share all that knowledge with yeah, right. Well, Greg, I mean, she she's saying that some pro, probiotics do it, and of course, eating a diet high in fiber. Bubba wants to know, Adler, the, let her, the let things her. that are that are high in fiber. Uh, lentils, those mm-hmm. uh, the beans, never, super never high, that. super high fiber. Bread. And then hey, there you go. Right, I got a can of it right here. Buddy. How about spaghetti? Some, nope. some nope. Uh, nope. Not uh, not fiber not powder a, right there for you. It doesn't have it. Yeah, that's nope. what caused that problem you had the other night. Yeah, right, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was violently ill. Is what yeah. caused so, that brown, so brown rice. I, I did. Like I that. did brown take, rice. I did take Ozempic during the latter half of last year. Yes, you did. And lost thirty-one pounds mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. Oh, uh, but, but I did. I did get toward. We got right at the beginning of December, and I got dehydrated two out of three weeks. Right. Um, and just had to come off of it because we had too many things going on, and I. I couldn't, uh, you know, try to, to dance around all that. So, right. uh, but it, it works. There's no doubt about it. Oh, Bubby yeah. Oh, of course it does. Yeah. Blackberries, raspberries. Almonds. You like almonds. Avocados. Ooh, yeah, almonds will get you, yeah. Almonds. Apples. Oh, yeah. Apples, Bubba. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I apples. love apples. That's Ar- good. Artichokes you don't like. No. That's no. Uh, asparagus. Mm-hmm. No. That's just, that's just broccoli long form. Yeah. You like pumpkin, uh, don't you? Avocado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like asparagus. I don't know if I bananas. I don't, bananas. Yeah, I like bananas. Bananas are good. Eat potato skin. Yeah. Barley, you're not going to eat. A lot of people, though. Beets, um, you're not going to eat. A lot of people did not believe what the doctor said. They said, that Dr. D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> she's crazy. I, said, I mean, she's bonkers. See, remember what I said? <laughs> a lot of time in an airport. Uh, hey, time, time with Greg and time with Luke cut in half. That was good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bubba, Rick, and Bubba is in New Mexico. Cody, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, Cody. Uh, condolences, Rick, to you and Greg. Thanks. Um, hey, uh, I had a question for Greg. Is his hat and hoodie for Moultrie still sitting on his desk? No, it is not. Greg, uh, it is. No, how no, long has no, it been gone? Oh, it's been gone. All right. That been other one, gone? Oh, okay. The other one was there a good while, and I've got it. Mossy Oak, I've even got it ready to roll. You have it. I may wear I will, though. <laughs> yeah. I may wear it for this. I saw your Moultrie hat and some beach pictures, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the Moultrie hat. Oh, they're the one I wanted. No, you're thinking about the Mossy Oak one. Am I? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You got the same Moultrie hat I did. Did I? With the new one with the M in the square. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A little boxy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's perfect. I like that Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but that the the hoodie pullover, I actually, because I knew, I said, if I'm going to get this out of here, y'all be, I actually carried it to the beach with me. Did you really? So laugh at that. What about this shirt you got on today? This is my daughter gave me for my uh, Christmas. It's I a said, good. I started to say my birthday. It's a good color on you. Yeah, red. Uh, mm-hmm. We call that teal. Mm-hmm. Careful, here it comes, Greg. No, uh, no, no. I didn't. I didn't know you. You know, been pulling for the Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, that's good. Nah, that's or maybe, just or like, maybe even the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. You know how? Nah, mm-hmm. I, I got me a little teal shirt. You know, I like. You know, yeah, I don't mind teal. I, I don't care. Either. Either. That's, that's a dark I, teal, though. Yeah, right? the Dolphins would be more light. I guess. Yeah, the, it'd be more more. Uh, it would be the Jags. Yeah, Jags. We continue. Uh, let's go to I'll Jeff. Tell Chandler, you really like it, right? I do like it. I, I, I wouldn't mind it. Uh, let's go to now that we weren't the same size. Hey, Jeff in Tennessee. Jeff, go ahead. You can bury it. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Uh, I'm class of 81, so I'm right there with you guys. My dad used to have beagle pups and had some of his hunting buddies oh. in pens down in the, behind the house in central Virginia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But the, the bark is really distinctive. But every time you guys play that grape lady that fell, yeah, yes. uh, yeah. she, she starts yelling. She sounds just like a beagle pup right at the beginning when they locked onto a set. <laughs> you know you're what? Right. Yeah, yeah, you, you're right. That, yeah, you're right. She really does. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> she does. <laughs> That's one of the... I, I wish I didn't like that. So I know. Much. I know. It's a little too I, much. I feel fun. bad for it. Caleb in Georgia. Go, dogs. Caleb, go ahead. How we doing, boys? We're good, Great. man. Um, so, my comment had to do with something that the Good Time Gang brought up yesterday about the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I heard Helmsy talking about that the first date of the first playoff game is like December 21st, right? 2021, somewhere right, in there. Yeah, somewhere in there. Well, well, I mean, I, I think we can all agree how amazing the 12-team playoff is going to be next year. I can't wait. But, uh, like, can we also agree that the NCAA is just full of geniuses that know exactly what they're doing? Because you've got the only sport in the country where kids can leave during the season. Like, so after that last game, yeah, they can enter the transfer portal and they're just gone. So, like, what are they going to do when National Signing Day is on December 20th and these kids can leave their schools, but you also have playoff games coming in? Like, I don't have an answer for it. Obviously, they don't pay me for this, but I just wanted to see what you guys thought about it, see if y'all had an opinion well, on it. Well, they're going to have to adjust the, the yeah. schedule and the calendar right. Right. to, to yeah. work with all this. And I'm like you – I. I wish they would adjust it so that coaches can't leave, coaches can't be interviewed, players can't transfer till after the season. Right. After it's all over, then you open up your window and, and let everything fall where it may. But I think the NCAA, and by the way, they're not some um, uh, cloak and dagger organization as much as they get painted. Remember, member schools wanted someone to run sports, and they created this. Um, and they answer to the schools. So, uh, a lot of times it's not, uh, as, uh, you know, behind the curtain as you, you would like to think it is, but they were gutted by this Supreme court decision. And I think they are scared to death to make a decision on anything. Yeah. I would, I know they move some things because of the way the season will go. They, they need to go to your point caller and, and move that too. And maybe they will. But but you you make a good point. Uh, they, they and Bubba said too. They need to move it really. Uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, let's go to Perry. Speaking of college football, listening to us out of Birmingham, Alabama. Go ahead, Perry. Hey guys, how are y'all doing today? We're good, man. We're Hope you're okay. Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, yeah. So on the college football playoff, y'all are talking about the new system for next season. Um, you know the, the the Power Five conference champions are getting in, and the highest ranked Group Five champion. So wondering how is that going to work with the new, I guess you can call it the Pack Two, with just Washington State and Oregon State? Are, are one of them just going to get an automatic bid each year? Good question. I mean, are they going to add teams? Uh, because is that is that going to be acknowledged as an official conference even next year? How do you handle the one only having two teams there for one year? It's the top six it's the ranked top conference six ranked conference champions, right? Okay. So if they're not ranked, I see. Ahead of say the American or I Conference USA champion, in. then they won't get in. Oh, okay. the top, they and they are combining and playing a schedule with um, Mountain West. Mountain here. West, yeah. So. yeah, okay, yeah. And it's not the top six in the poll; it's the top ranked, uh, top highest. six ranked, highest ranked conference champions. Correct. 
So, so it, it could be the So you're 20. Washington State and you win the, the pack two, but you're ranked ten. Mm-hmm. Well, then you don't get an automatic bid well, because you'd have to be the highest ranked. Unless, Other I, conference champions, yeah. if they're ranked higher, and you would get in before you. Correct. I you. Okay, I got okay. So there, there's your answer, Colin. Uh, let's go to Satch. So, uh, in a funny kind of way, we are going to the twelve team playoff, but the polls will still have some input. Of course, to yeah. on those six. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Satch, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Talga County checking in. Go. Good morning. This is for Greg. Okay. Yesterday, you mentioned your TV was out of sync, your audio and video. Unplug it for 30 seconds, plug it back up, and it should reset. Okay. You're talking about unplugged. The, the, yeah, I've had that problem, what you're talking about. I think yesterday I was talking about a movie that was actually recorded in a different language. But I have also had this problem. So I just unplugged the whole thing and then plug it back up. Yeah, for about 30 seconds and plug it back up, it should reset. Okay. How about that? Because every now and then it'll do it. But I was talking about that movie where they was eating everybody. Oh, yeah. And and it was a foreign movie that they've they've since put English on. Will you please stop referring to this story that's been around for a long time as the story where people had to eat each other? Well, they they did. I I know, but it it can be called something else. It can be the story of the rugby team that had a plane crash. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have to always get down to the worst thing. the second movie about it. Yeah. Is this what that the original Alive was based yes. on? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Hugh out of Warrior, different language. Alabama. Hugh, go right ahead. I, uh, I made a trip out west a few years ago for an elk hunt in Wyoming. And uh, we drove out. My cousin and I went. It was a, a great drive. Uh, if you've got somebody to go with you or, or take other people along, it was, a, it was a good, easy drive. We got off the interstates. You wouldn't believe the the scenery's a whole lot better than, than what you can see anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. Bubba, here's what I'm thinking. The this ham bunch that you drive to Orlando with, mm-hmm. you get them back together. <laughs> and then y'all just drive to Montana. There you go. Okay, and that way you get all the beautiful scenery that he was talking about on the trip. Yeah, but Betty's not in that car. Yeah, she didn't want to go anyway. So uh, <laughs> yeah. she's waiting on Napa Valley. No, she, well, well, you know, she may have to suffer through Montana for me to suffer through Napa Valley. Right. So what a, about would would Napa be first then Montana? I'm good either way. I don't. Yeah. Care. Right. Yeah. So, but I mean, would she let you and your ham buddies just go to Montana? She wouldn't have to go. Yeah, uh, no, well, I, I want to go on a trip with Betty. I mean, okay. That's, okay, yeah. that's it. Right. I mean, I have the ham trips and right. I have the Betty trips. Yeah. Can you think you could drive that far with Betty? Uh yeah, I mean we could, yeah, but I'd rather fly. Yeah, save time because I mean at most we're gonna have a week. Yeah, it's a, to put on it. And plus, I I don't know. It seems like that Greg and I have it worse than you do on the the backseat driving. Mm-hmm. Oh. Is um. No, yeah, I've got plenty of that. Do you? See, <laughs> I, I've actually asked Sherry, and I keep being shot but down Betty's on Betty's going to me, going with me to the doctor again today, so I got to be very nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> Sherry and I, and I keep just, and I told her I said just a proposal. I'm not saying it should be this way, and I'm not even saying it with a tone. Um, as Jerry Seinfeld said, I never even knew I had a tone until I got <laughs> yeah, married. Yeah, you're right, right. But um, and that is, I said, are you open to us since we've been married so long now? Are you open to an arrangement where you and I, wherever we go, we just meet there? Mm-hmm. Like you drive your vehicle, right. I drive mine, right. and we're still together. We have great dates, and we just don't physically ride together. Right, and, that, and, and that, that's the point of contention. Yeah, good. she she keeps shooting that down, and uh, mm-hmm. and and so it, it's um, you know, because I said I, I, it seems like my driving annoys you, so it, it might be enjoyable for you not to have me drive. <laughs> right. yeah. You know, and then. Uh, 
our, our, the one that always happens, and I've, I've stopped saying it, is I claim that she doesn't have good depth perception, that yeah. she needs to get that looked at. Right. And, and, and I've been told that I need to stop saying that. <laughs> so, <laughs> be enough, I'm nowhere near this car. I, I've taken my foot off the accelerator. Rick Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba. We plan on being right here tomorrow for a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it'll be a big and busy show as always. A lot of headlines to go over, a lot of stories to get you updated on, including one to the doctor and a whole lot more. And our new number's back. It was an old number, now it's back. 866-WE-BE-BIG on tomorrow's Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out Amy. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.